Welcome all to the very first episode of the FPL AU podcast. Here you'll find your one-stop shop for everything FPL. Here with me today is my main man, my co-host, Benny. How are you, mate? Absolutely pumped, mate. Excited to, to go through some Mavericks today. That's right, Benny. So episode one, we're going to hit you through our tips for the best Maverick for the top 10 teams in the Premier League. So these are those differential players that will bring in the points hauls if you hit them at the right time. So that's what we're going to help you through there. So let's kick things off by looking through our picks for the differential of the current champions, Manchester City. Who's your Maverick pick for Man City, Benny? My Maverick pick is going to be Riyad Mahrez. Why? He's a, he's a choker. <laughs> I can't stand him. Yeah. Now, and this is one of the things, the reason why I think he's got so much potential is he's a midfielder. He's at 9 million. So he's affordable to get into your team. Um, and he's so creative. So he's going to cut in for that from the wings, which wherever he pops up and his first instinct is to shoot. So straight away, his uh, XG as a, as a fantasy football player is going to be high. And last season, he scored plenty of goals, plenty of assists. He is reliable or more reliable in the sense that he's going to play um, consecutive games under Pep. I think Pep thinks... He's not very injury prone. And, and for that reason, he's my he's my maverick, mate. He's going to smash out a, a decent point hole. How about you, mate? Yeah. You're basically telling me that he's a greedy, greedy fucker. He just cuts in and shoots on site. And that does support his stats. He, he almost got double-digit goals and assists last year in, in under 2,000 minutes. So he, he could do that. Um, he'll, he's locked on for a start to, to kick off the campaign. So he's not a bad pick. He won't be in my team because I hate the bloke. He just trolls me. I never hit those points from Mares. So you want greedy fuckers in your FPL team. True. True. I'm going for Ferran Torres, the false, the, well, the potential false nine. If city don't sign a striker, Jesus has never really done the business. I don't think Pep really likes him. Plus Jesus was, um, was busy over in the Copper America. He's, um, He's had a he's had a playful off season, so I hear. So <laughs> I think I am going to back the main man Ferran Torres because he had such a strong finish to the year. He don't forget people probably forget that he scored a hat trick toward him in one of those games and was pushing for a start in the Champions League final. So if he is looking like starting as the false nine at seven million, he's bank. I would have him straight in there because the the the. the the um, Manchester City are going to score more goals than anyone in this in the Premier League again this season. The way it looks, they're a very attacking side. So Torres is the best Maverick pick of the bunch, in my opinion. If he starts in that false nine, I love it, mate. I think uh, he's going to really haul this season. I think he's going to get a chance, um, and he could even um, get up to the Fernando Torres status. So love that. <laughs> <laughs> love that don't mind it at all all right uh maverick pick for chelsea i am gonna chelsea. go with timo Werner, the german that doesn't quite like to score as many as he should yeah he loves an open goal it's entertaining on twitter <laughs> what's gonna change for him yeah he's not the most efficient german um but i actually think this year He's played a year in the Premier League. He knows what it's about. He knows it's physical. Um, again, he's a bit of a greedy fucker. Um, so he doesn't, mm. mind, he doesn't mind a shot. The way he runs behind the lines, he's kind of crucial to the way Chelsea play because he's, the, he's kind of like the, the spark that, that 
um, creates those gaps in defence because of his pace. He gets in behind. I think he will get more assists this year. That That's actually my only question to you is do you think he'll get enough goals to justify that $9 million price tag? Yes. I actually think he's going to get over 160 points this year. Okay. I, I hope so. For 9 mil, I'd be wanting... 167. One, I'd be wanting more than 160. I'd be wanting 190 for nine mil. Can he get 190? Jack Harrison hit 160 points last year. Okay, okay. How about we'll have a little wager? I think he gets over 180. Okay, I'll take that. How much? Create a stone and wood. Done. Okay, locked. You're on. There we go. 180. All right, that should be interesting. That'll be close. He's one of those players that'll probably benefit by having more fans in the stadium because you can see. His confidence was rocked, but if he has the fans behind him, he could be that guy that 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 had all the the scouting reports in preseason. He was looking good. He he does look dangerous. He still had a um, a lot of opportunities like um with with Germany as well. Uh, he he plays well with Havertz. I think he's a he's not a bad pick, mate. But one eighty, it's a big jump. Let's see. Good bet. Pod and you, mate. Yeah, you Chelsea Maverick. Chelsea's a tough one for a Maverick pick because. They're just one of those teams that they kind of are quite disciplined in the way they play. There's no traditional Mavericks in that team. They're kind of boring. Like they have a, a strong defense. Um, it's hard to pick a team that's pick a player out of there. The one Maverick pick I probably would go with, and he's Maverick because he's a rotation risk, and that is Reese James. So mm. he's got extraordinary potential um, on the offensive end. He's a he's a wing back. If they if they start with that wing-back system, I think well, Chilwell's locked and loaded on the left. So he's a, he's a really good pick at six mil. But the cheaper option in Reese James at 5-5, five five, he is one that could potentially uh, have a really strong start to the season. I don't think he'll be rotated as much early on in the season, but maybe when they get into the European games, he'll get, he'll get rotated a bit uh, because he, he had a few niggles and stuff like that. So they'll probably protect him a bit more. Um, so he's the one that if you get on him at the right time, he'll he'll do the Maverick business and bring in the points. He's he's due another goal and assist. He's got another worldie in him. That first game of the season, how how good was that goal that he knocked in? Unreal. Cool. Moving on then. Manchester United, my friend. Can I go first? Because I've got an exciting one for Man United. Go on then. I'm going with the, the new boy, Sancho. He is he's really interesting. He's a super attacking minded player. The little um, snippets we got of him coming on for England in the Euro, he he loves the ball at his feet. He loves running at players. I think he could really do well um, for, for United. I think he'll win, potentially win a lot of penalties. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what he can bring to that attack with United that really started to click towards, or especially so that back half of the season, Man United were such an entertaining team to watch. I really enjoyed watching them and, I'm not a traditional Manchester United fan, but they were a, an entertaining team. Yeah. The, the, he's a classic street baller, street footballer, cage footballer style. Um, he's yeah. going to get in the end of things. He's going to be creating. He probably will he'll end up taking a few um, free kicks off Bruno throughout the season. Yeah. Set pieces, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. He's got so, a, yeah. Yeah, one, he's a confident player. Who you got, Benny? Zorro. Or the guy that looks like Zorro, anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, Cavani? Yeah, Edison. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
At 8.5, I, I really rate him. Like, he's going straight into my first draft, and I think he'll start. Like, he's just, wow. he's, he's like an aged fine wine. He just keeps on getting on the end of things. And he's class. Yeah. And he's, he's going to um, score lots of goals. I think he's going to be on the, um, the receiving end of the assists from you, like of uh, Sancho and, and Fernandez and, and even Rashford if he, if he gets in there. He's the main striker that Man United got. And I think Solskjaer trusts him. So yeah. for that reason, he's, he's my maverick, mate. And he should go What's, into many drives. What are your thoughts that they are grooming Mason Greenwood to be their eventual number nine? Um, do, you think, do you think there's any threat of um, more rotation? Like Cavani is, like you said, at a fine line. He's getting older. So is there risk of rotation um, increase each season with him though. So is that not a an even greater factor now? Yeah, potentially, mate. And this is the thing about Mavericks. There is that little downside with them, uh, and not everyone's going to be picking picking them for that reason. Um, yeah. I think Greenwood is a threat, and I think Greenwood is the best finisher in the Premier League. It generally do, but he hasn't hit that potential yet. That Solskjaer is just going to trust him. So. Mm. For me, and for that reason only, I think he's going to start with Cavani, especially off his form of back season, uh, of the back season, of last season. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, Cavani, El Zorro. Yeah. Get, get on him early because he, he will start, I reckon. Those early games, I don't think, they don't trust Martial, you're right. And Rashford's injured, so Greenwood will probably play out out in the left there. Or, um, or actually, Sancho left or right wing. I think he, flip, he pops up either side, but um, off the top yeah. of my head, I think he's right side. Well, we know they're starting with Sancho and Greenwood on either side of that front three. Um, Cavani coming through the middle. That is such a potent attack. And that, that's the way they'll, they'll line up to start the season with, with Bruno coming in behind. Those four, that, that, that just there's going to be a lot of goals in that team. So I want to be on Man United in some way, shape or form, for sure. Cool. Good value there. Nice. Liverpool. I'm, I'm going with um, last year's differential, which was Diego Jota. Uh-huh. He is such a dangerous player. I think he's underpriced at 7.5. I think he should have been up there at 9 mil because he's so deadly. And Klopp definitely likes him. And the other reason why I think he's okay to go with as a maverick, because he could get rotated. That's definitely a risk. There's, there's four class players that Liverpool have... Um, uh, for those top, for those for those spots up on top. Mm-hmm. So there's there's Firmino, Salah, Mane, and Jota, mm-hmm. and Jota has shown that he can come off the bench and score goals. He can get two goals or, or a goal and assist off the bench in 35 minutes. So I'm seriously looking at him to double up in my midfield with Salah and Jota to start. Yep, I think um, you've actually mentioned my Maverick pick there um, in in competition. Um, yeah. Which- old Diego Jota is, um, and this may not be the 100% solid Maverick pick, but it's Sadio Mane. I think um, after his performances last season, he wasn't like setting the world on fire. And obviously with him not taking penalties and Salah taking penalties, it'd be interesting to see why I picked him, but he can still haul, can't he? You know, he definitely underperformed last year. I don't know what quite happened because... He, he scored exactly 11 goals, 11 and assists last year, last season. But the season before, he scored 18 goals. And the season before that, I think he scored 22 goals. So 
something just quite, wasn't quite right. He should be up there for for 16 plus goals a season. So I think he underperformed. He's one that I have been dabbling, dabbling with about could you go Salah and Mane instead of potentially like a Salah and Bruno, which seems to be a really popular combination because Liverpool's fixtures are insane. And if Mane starts the season like he ended the season, he could he could be a shrewd little pick. And that's what we're all about here. Yeah, he could get you in front of your mates. I love that, mate, because you often went Mane over Salah last season and it paid off a bit for you. Yeah, especially at the back end. I think the last game I captained him and he... He saved me. He jumped me up oh, two points. Uh, two amazing. Points. I was I was too scared. I, I just went safe with Salah. I should have should have kept him Mane. Weak. Channel you in a Maverick, mate. That's what this is about. That's exactly right. Uh, we both we both um, believe that Leicester's going to finish a strong fifth this season. So, who's the best Maverick pick in your eyes on their squad? So tough. Couple of options. Um, you got the likes of, of Barnes. Um, you got the likes of um, Ian Acho. You maybe even got this Dakar now that's coming in. But my main oh, yeah. is uh, James Madison for my Maverick. Mm. I like that. He's got a lot of he he under he's another one that underperformed last year, right? Yeah, he he was injured to be fair, um, mm. and he did weigh in with a few more goals. But if he actually manages to stay fit, um, he's on free yep. kicks. Um, He's an assist king. That's his job. So picking the ball up in between the lines, he's not going to be pre-assisting. He's going to be right in the thick of it. Um, and, and obviously, he's, he's just a great player to watch. So for that reason, yeah. that reason only, at 7 million, he's going to have a run of games where he will go flush at some point and I want to be on him. And for that reason, he's my maverick. Nice. I've got an interesting one for you here. It's... Um... Timothy Castagna or Castain, however the fuck you say it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know either, but he he had a he had a great start to his premiership career, but it kind of trailed off. I think uh, Leicester had some interruptions in that back line. Like you had a lot of rotation in there when when Suyunchu went down. He was injured for a big chunk of last year. James Justin was was taking off. Um, so I think Leicester have potential to bank more clean sheets than what they did last year because they're a good defensive team. But would you believe it if I told you they only kept uh, – how many clean sheets was it last year? It was under 10. Wow, really? It might have been, I, think it was, I think it was 10 or 11 on the dot. So I think they're, they're, they should be banking more than that. In 38 games, through a solid defence, well-organised, 11 clean sheets, I think there's, there's more in them than that. So – that's why I'm going with Castagna or Castain. He's, he's, I think it's Castagna at 5.5. He's in that um, Cresswell, um, Shaw, Dean, like that. They're, they're the players that you're going to look to make decisions on. Now, Leicester kick things off. They've got Wolves, West Ham, and Norwich. So I'm banking, like, Wolves are still sorting things out from last season. Norwich, um, they're a bit unknown. If they're well organized, they could, could get at least two clean sheets out of that. And West Ham, you just never know West Ham on their day what they're going to do. Is Antonio going to bag three goals or are they going to go into their shell and just try and play on the counter, which I think Leicester will deal well with. So if they get three clean sheets off the bat, I wouldn't be surprised. And Castagna is up there for assist potential and and he he's not goal shy either. He's got a good strike on him. So he's one. Yeah. Keep your eye out. 
I like it. And he um he got put in front of um Moynier or Moynier um in Belgium's team. So that really speaks volumes. Yeah, he's growing in confidence. I I really like the way he plays. He's a good player, good player to watch. Like I love those entertaining players, and that's kind of like what how you define a Maverick pick is you love watching them play. They're always in amongst the chances. That's why we're we're picking these types of players because on eye test, they're they're due a goal and assist, even um, those players that are that are playing in in that defensive line. So let's do it. Yeah, so that's the top five done. We've got Leicester in fifth, and now we're um, moving into um, sixth place. So Arsenal. Yeah. You want to go first? I like Arsenal. Can I go first? Yeah, I feel like you get a bit toey about Arsenal. Yeah, I, I I don't know what it is. I've kind of got a love hate relationship with them. Some sometimes I love them, and then sometimes like last season they were just like a mess. But they don't have um, European football this season, and they were one of the best defensive teams for that back end of the season. There, they had such a good performance in the run home. I think with a settled defence, they've brought in Ben White as well. Don't forget, that's a really good signing for them. They might have paid overs in the transfer fee, but he's a young guy um, and he's probably going to be worth that £120,000 per week. So he's one that will keep improving and bring a lot of strength in there. Um, Luis and and Xhaka are gone, who who kept making a lot of mistakes for them there. So I think with a settled defence, they're going to have uh, a really good shot at building on what, what they did with Arteta. And yep. my maverick pick is the man, Emil Smith-Rowe, the youngster. Showed a lot of promise last last season, but they had the um, Odegaard in there as well. Mm-hmm. And he's gone now. He's gone back to a um, uh, Spanish team. Can't remember which one it was. Real Madrid. So I think, yeah? Okay. Yeah. So Smith-Rowe, he... Um, he bagged five assists. I think I think he got two goals in the end. But he is one that if with consistent minutes in that number 10 role at 5.5 million, he could be that enabler that enables you to, to double or triple up on more of these premium players. So he's one that if it fits your team and you need an, an enabler that is going to bag you goals, assists and the odd bonus, he could be the one that that is key in this Arsenal attack. Yeah, I love him as a Maverick pick. Love him, mate. I think he's he encapsulates the the Maverick pick there. Um, yeah, that left that I wanted to pick him. Um, to hmm. be fair, but there's two other options in the Arsenal squad that I feel encompass the old Mav, um, yeah. and that was either Saka, who had an amazing Euro tournament. Um, but I'm thinking he's not he's not greedy enough. He's not a greedy fucker. So who do I want? Hmm. And then who's going to be that guy? Who's a greedy fucker? <laughs> Pepe. Hey, Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend, Pepe. Um, you love that bloke. I do. You were obsessed with him last season. Yeah, I think he's just similar to Mara's in the sense that he cuts in, he takes lots of shots, which I like. He's in the thick of things. He likes a corner. He's, he takes um, free kicks quite often. Um, he's tricky. So, you know, he's going to get penalties and he's going to be feeding it into the likes of Aubameyang and Lacazette, who's going to be in that final third. And probably yeah. going to be on the, the other the, the other guy that's going to be taking shots in that Arsenal squad. So for me, mm-hmm. he's he's my maverick. He he finished on ten goals last season, Pepe. I was surprised at that. He um, you, you picked him before that run of games. Like you had him, you brought him into your team last season two weeks before he scored that double. He started getting some assists on the board there as well. So 
he is one that is a, could be a sneaky pick. At 7.5, that's the right price point for him. He's good value. I reckon there's really good value in this Arsenal team. Pepe, Saka, Smith-Rowe, um, Lacazette will go on a run. I think Aubameyang is the only one that's, that's still overpriced. And he's moved back into a, a forward classification. So it's just too much. You'll never, you'll never have him in your team unless he's scoring two goals a game. No, I agree, mate. Like the Arsenal. Score. Love it. Yeah. Interested to see what they can do this year because they're a bit of a joke last year. <laughs> they're a, the, the club that is and has been a walking meme and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> the, the team we've picked for seventh is Aston Villa. And I know you've got a lot of a lot of love for this team. Tell us um, who's your Mav. Yeah, Aston Villa. Um, my Mav. It was a tough one because I was going to go with that that um, interesting character that is El Ghazi, who for some reason is an amazing yeah. player, but misses chance, more chances than Tino Werner. But instead, because he is just a baller and I really like him, he's a new player, which I think, again, just gives that allure in picking a maverick, um, is uh, Buendia. So yeah. I think with Grealish probably on the way out to Man City, mm. he's going to be p- picking up that that mantle in driving Villa forward and creating chances. I think he's going to be on free kicks and set pieces, which is a big thing for me in terms of, of scoring points. And just yeah. looking throughout the, the Twitter and FBL community, he's gone into a lot of drafts. Uh, and at 6.5, he's affordable. So yeah, mm. for that reason, um, he's my maverick. Any, any issues with that? Yeah, I, I don't trust him. Like, I mean, he did show promise at Norwich. Um, and I was sceptical on Watkins last year as well, but Watkins turned into a, an amazing player. So I think the question mark is how quickly will those two mesh together? Because realistically, Watkins is the main man for goals in that squad. So it depends on how they how they work together. So I think it was two seasons ago when he was at Norwich, um, Wendia was the um, second most creative player in the Premier League, only behind KDB. Oh. But he just didn't have anyone who could finish chances, Pookie occasionally, but they just didn't have the quality there. So potentially if Watkins can do it, he then can. yeah, then then there you go. Then that's that's a good a good pick. And they've got some really good fixtures to start. The first three games are ridiculous. So I'm liking what Villa can do. Watford, Newcastle and Brentford in their first three games. There's yeah. got to be goals there, right? Surely. But and actually that brings me to my pick because this guy He's a greedy fucker as well, but he is <laughs> he's an animal out there. I'm going the differential pick and at six million um, on the right wing, Bertrand Traore. He is he's he's a strong he's a really strong guy. He's aggressive and he's just one of those guys that I, I always think, how the hell did he get to that ball first? How did he strike it that well and finish that chance? Because he never looks like he's He's going to do it, but for some reason, he's just strong, athletic, and he's just a beast. So, yep. Traore, I, I love watching him play as well. He's so quick. Um, seven goals, seven assists, and seven bonus points last year. Wow. So, he's going to do more damage than that. In I think he only played 2,000 minutes around about that mark. So, seven goals, seven assists. He's that type of player. At six mil, that's amazing value. Yeah. Um, yeah, he could do some damage. I'm liking him. Very good, mate. And I think Villa. So we think there's points for Villa. That's good. Yeah, yeah I think for, I think my draft 
is going to have a lot of Villa players. So I'm going to ah. be feasting on, on them guys. Early points. Team number eight, your boys. We all love Leeds. Leeds, 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 Leeds. You go first. I feel like I, I've got so much pressure with, these, with, with my team. So Yeah, well, I've actually found it really tough to find a Maverick in Leeds because they're, they're the team last year that you could rely on for points. Even in those tough games, you had the likes of, of the, the way they play on the counter. Dallas um, kept popping up with goals. Bamford, they create so many chances that they're just brilliant. So I'm going with Mr. Consistency, again, at a lower price point. Six million is Harrison. Um, Jack Harrison, he's, he's so critical to what Leeds do. I think he's just one of those guys that at six mil, similar to Smith Rowe in Arsenal, like I said, you can just plug these guys in and just just let the points keep ticking over because that that cheap option there will enable you to upgrade across your squad. And this guy got eighteen attacking returns last year in under three thousand minutes. It's wow. it's incredible. He's just not a flashy name, but he just kept doing it. So I think he's got a chance to to get around that ten goal, ten assist mark again. So he's he's my man. Six million. Jack Harrison, he's a great Mav pick. Yeah, I, I can't disagree there. I think his journey through football, obviously starting out in the US and then and building up and getting signed by City. And then obviously we've we've purchased him from, from City thinking that he's still going to improve. So he's going to improve. He's going to be on the end of them chances. He's going to be um, creating them attacking turns and uh, returns and at 160 points. I think he's going to do that again. My only problem and why I'll never put him in my team is I can't stand his haircut. That Shit. ponytail is just, yeah, it's rubbish. Yeah, he, he does need to work on that. He's like brill creamed it up and then he's tied it so tight back. He's, he thinks he's a samurai, but he's a footballer. <laughs> the, the FPL samurai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, Liz, 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 I I undenied about this. But I've ended at the same conclusion. It's Rodrigo. Oh, yes. Finally, you pick someone I like. Even if he plays in the 10, he's, he's our best 10. And if Bamford um, doesn't start firing, he could be moved up the pitch. And so yeah. he's going to score more points. He also trusts him. Yeah, he really does. Definitely. Yeah. He, he was a difference maker for you guys in some games as well. I couldn't believe it when I was looking back at the, the Leeds goal scorers. He... Rodrigo, I felt like he hardly hardly played, but he still got seven goals. Yeah. But when did that happen? That kind of just, yeah. He's, I, I really like him. I was watching him at the end of last season and what he was doing, he's a much better player than I gave him credit for. He, he was one I had my eye on, but I just think Bamford is, is the main man. So there's a, there's a big differential though in price point. If 6.5 versus 8 million, um, is, is it worth the value jump to Bamford or Rodrigo? But if you need a cheap striking option, I don't think there's any doubt Rodrigo is going to get more minutes and more goals this season, right? And Leeds, they're, they're just the best FPL team because there's so many points all across their team. Mm. And if you pick him in then that, that rich vein of form, don't think yeah. any of the players in your fantasy league are going to have him, to be fair. So, yeah, that's why. All right, let's uh, let's skip over to team number nine. Yeah, uh, and that is Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like these guys from a fantasy perspective. Nah, Spurs. 
they're just so inconsistent. Is is there anyone outside of Kane and Son that you would trust, or or who who's your maverick pick? I actually really think it's not Mora. You didn't pick Mora. I didn't pick Mora. That guy's you awesome. loved him last season. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he killed me too many times last season. So yeah, um, I've gone with Deli Ali. Ah, that's actually a good pick. Do you know he was in my game week one team last year? Was he? he, he yeah, he shows it in preseason every year. I thought he was going to be the the one, um, but he killed me. Jeez. Um, yeah. What? Why? What are you thinking about him? Why? I think he just got shunned by Jose Mourinho. And if you watch that documentary, you can kind of see. Awesome doco. Yeah, like he loved him. So I don't understand. Maybe it's his attitude. Maybe he just didn't mm. trust him. Maybe the threat of Ndombele um, probably knocked him off his stride a bit. Or, yeah, maybe just lost trust in him. But for me, Deli Ali, I think Nuno would be silly coming in not to try and harness him and not to try and get the best out of him. And I think he will yeah. go. I think, like you say, he's, he's started well in pre-season. He looks like he's in, probably enjoying his football more under yeah. already than he did under Jose. So for that reason... He's going to be hauling for me. He's going to be my. There man. was definitely a clash. I like that pick. There was a clash between there. Delhi just didn't have the right attitude to work with Jose. So, with Nuno, you know, they'll hug it out. He he might be good for you. And is it? Will he start in the ten? Yes. And have you seen his haircut? Yeah. Like that haircut's just gonna. Give I haven't him. seen it. He's I'll got have to Google that after. Dreadlocks, flaying all over the shop, baller. I've I've gone um, with Matt Doherty. I think he could potentially have a resurgence reuniting with with Nuno. Um, he he again he had so much potential coming into that Tottenham Tottenham team, and he was so confident after that Wolves season that he had. But yeah, he, he he could be one that if he enjoys his football again, and he starts he gets starts, uh, that will be a, a big boost for his FPL potential. The, my only question is what system? I don't know what system Tottenham is going to play. Um, I don't think they'll. I think they'll play a traditional four at the back, which might limit Doherty's potential to get forward. I think they'll push more forward with Region mm-hmm. on the other side, but Doherty's are going to be a reliable one. And Tottenham are going to have a much more stout defence this year. Mm-hmm. I think with Nuno, that's they built their the foundation of the Wolves success with, from Wolves within their defence. So if he gets that that back line working how he wants them to, that's going to be a consistent source of clean sheets. And Doherty's only five mil. So um, if, the, if there's any sniff that they're playing him at wing back, jump on him straight away. If it's more traditional, yeah, I think there's probably better options, but there's not too many other Maverick picks in this squad. So he's, he's one I've got a, a watch and see um, option on him. Cool. I love that. Yeah, I think you're right. There was any other um, one in there. And, and he's mm. the right one, mate. So nice. I like it. So uh, the final placing in 10th, we've gone with West Ham. I'll let yeah. you, you love these boys. So I'll let you have. Yeah. Let's go. I'm a big, I'm a big West Ham fan, but I have real um, concerns about this season. Um, the squad is just so thin. Like our, our, our strongest 11 is, is competitive, but I mean, we've only got one recognized striker in the squad. Um, with Antonio, and, and he's he's not going to play every game this year. He's he's had obviously those hamstrings are something that we've got like the the Chinese doctors acupuncturing every day looking after him. But 
Um, he's looked good in preseason. Um, West Ham, they've got great value all over the pitch. Um, but I just worry about European football and squad depth. That's my question mark over them. But the Maverick pick, and this is the one I'd be encouraging people to jump on, is um, the main man, Jared Bowen. Um, he's going to get opportunities playing that false nine. And he's such a creative player, um, speed. He just fits so nicely into that West Ham system. I think it went under the radar that he knocked in eight goals last season. It is. And there's potential for him to, to, to go above that. Um, definitely, yeah. You, no one recognises that. He had, a, he had a spell there where he was knocking in a goal a week. So he had that period. Yeah. Um, and he's nailed on. He's just such a good option at that price point of 6.5 mil. And that's, that's the good thing. He's at that perfect price point, 6.5, that you can jump on and off when you need to. So if you want to start the season, West Ham are going to start strongly. Um, 6.5 is a really good option. I agree, mate. I, I like Bowen. I think he's an exciting player. Uh, it's a good awesome. pick. I'm going uh, Ben Rama. Ooh. Interesting pick. Yeah, and I'll tell you for why. Just because he should be a perfect FPL asset. He's had a year to sort of hit the ground, get used to the Premier League. When he was in the Championship, he got heaps of assists and he got heaps of goals. And I feel like after having that transition period, um, he's going to move uh, move forward. He's going to score more goals. Uh, he's going to link up with the likes of Antonio and uh, obviously put balls through for Bowen. And I think he's going to get that trust from Moyes. So, Moving forward, if you're going to pick anyone outside of Bowen, I think Ben Rama is is the man. And yeah, can you see any reason why you disagree? I think he's an interesting pick. I, I actually like that because he's he's a creative player, and again, that he, he he's got goal scorers around him. If he gets the if he gets the ball in the right areas, he's the type of guy that'll create the chances. I, I personally think he'll probably get more assists than goals. Bit because they'll need more of a creative player, especially with Lingard out of the team as well. So there's huge, huge opportunities for, for those types of players. So after, like you said, a year in the Premier League, he should have adjusted. West Ham have had a pretty good preseason. They have had most of their players on deck. So I think they'll start really well. So I like it, Benny. Cool. Top 10. Done. I like that. Dunsky. Good, good picks in there. Yeah, hopefully that uh, gives some ideas for for some people that yeah um, outside but the premium and top picks. I think there'll be more differentials in in the teams we've predicted from to finish ten to twenty, uh, because that's what you're looking for from those types of teams. So let's record that and we'll get that out early next week. Sounds great, mate.